On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Nigel Thomas from Alpha Inbound. Nigel uh, has um, really been uh, instrumental recently uh, with talking about you know what is actually working, what people actually need to hear, not what they want to hear, but what they actually need to hear in the e-com space right now. We had an amazing conversation. Nigel talked about two metrics uh, that will almost guarantee an ad to be successful on TikTok. And they're not the kind of metrics that you guys are probably actually tracking. These are amazing leading metrics that kind of blew my mind during this interview. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, How about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Parker. It's the first card built exclusively for e-commerce. With the Parker card, you can access up to $10 million in zero interest credit with a rolling 60-day payback terms, meaning that you get true net 60 on every single transaction. If you're an e-commerce operator and you care about your business, get rid of your consumer-oriented mindset and stop optimizing for Amex travel rewards. Instead, use Parker and start learning about what your card partner can do for your business. What can you do with the cash flow freed up by using Parker's net 60 terms, you might ask? You can pump more money into advertising. You can test out that new channel or that new piece of content that you've been sitting on. You can increase your inventory orders. The list goes on and on and on. If you want to do more with your cash flow and grow your e-commerce business, Parker is the card for you. And yes, Parker is currently offering a $1,000 sign-up bonus for UpGrowth listeners. So go to getparker.com, chat with their team today, and please make sure to let them know where you came from. Now, on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today, I'm joined by a friend of mine. I'm going to call him, I'm going to call you a friend, Nigel, because we've actually been in contact for, it's probably been almost a year since the first time we had a phone call. Like it's, it's been a while and we've, we've kept in touch and I've got to see your growth over the last year. And it's incredible that you really are a voice of in the e-com space now um, that people trust. Like I just saw yesterday on LinkedIn, like you were on a great list from, from a, a very reputable person uh, saying that you are one of the ones to follow right now in this space. And I'm like, yes, Nigel. Yes. It makes me so ridiculously happy to see that. So anyway, without further ado, Nigel Thomas from Alpha Inbound. Nigel, for people who don't know anything about you, just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So CEO of Alpha Inbound, we're a growth marketing agency. We work with seven and eight figure direct to consumer brands and we help them drive more revenue from paid social, predominantly Facebook and Instagram, but also TikTok. I think that the place where we differ is, especially for me and my personality, 
is that I tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. And that's mm. exactly how we run our agency. We're massive on communication. And I'll be honest, most other agencies hate us because we do everything they don't do. We, we're really good at communication. You know, we're proactive, we problem solve. And guess what? We actually really care about the people we work with, believe awesome. it or not. It's a really rare thing in this industry. So yeah, look, just really looking, you know, enjoying the, the journey like we spoke before we started recording the podcast. And yeah, you know, you put me, you said, you know, some great things there at the start, very humble, but I'm always connecting with people like yourself and looking to, you know, always a student looking to develop my knowledge more in this industry. Uh, absolutely. So, Nigel, um, you know, I'm an agency owner myself. Um, you know, we run a growth marketing agency as well. Why the heck would I have you on my podcast when this is also what I do? Shouldn't I be like, no, no, this is my thing. Like, wh why are you why are you coming on here? Wh wh why yeah, in the exactly. world would we have this? Because I'm coming on your podcast, too. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So, look, there's always that abundance mindset against scarcity, right? So we can either, we, we can share knowledge, we can share best practices, we can learn from each other, or we can be in competition with each other. And I'm definitely more of the abundance kind of mindset. I think, you know, we have these conversations. I help teach you some of the things we're doing and vice versa. I get some brilliant ideas. And overall, what happens? The wider market benefits from it because our best practices get shared and we both care about the people we work with. And ultimately, we then both have a better service for the partners and brands that we serve. And by the way, we don't have any clients at Alpha Inbound. We only have partners. And that's a philosophy and approach that I've taken since day one. That was actually the first thing I did when I came cool. into the agency. Massively helps. Cool, so, cool. Yeah, that's... That's, that's why I think, and maybe you won't learn anything, but I hope to think you might. Oh, I 100%. Nigel, I, I'm looking forward to learning from you today. Um, I wish we had more time than we did, but I've got so many questions that you and I are going to discuss and bat back and forth. And maybe I'll say, no, Nigel, I do not agree with you. I do not see that happening. Yeah, and sure. maybe you'll be like, well, Jordan, I think you're a little off there. I'm looking forward to this conversation uh, a lot today. So let's let's dive in, Nigel. It's 20 uh, – sorry, but actually before that um, – I believe everything that Nigel said, I, that is 100% my mantra, the way that I live. There is no competition, guys. Like, I don't think anyone, I don't think people understand. There's like almost 8 billion people, or maybe it is 8 billion now, on this on this earth. There are how many millions of businesses? There is no competition. That Like, people who think like that, first of all, your life is not great. Unless you love competing with people and putting people down, like you don't need to be worried. I, I'm friends with all these agency owners because I'm legit friends with them. And I don't care if they get business or we get business. Like I like to see Nigel succeeding is is literally feels just in like a little part because we've had some phone calls, part of my success. It's it's all part of it, you know? It's like so anyway, I just I, I could rant and rave. I could do an entire episode on on interdependence and why it's just the way to live it's just the way that the the way that this world works and the incredible yeah anyway i've got so many thoughts on this uh nigel let's let's okay. dive into Hit 2020 the nasty questions yeah exactly let's dive into 2022 uh the ecom landscape 2022 has been brutal yeah. it's been absolutely yeah. brutal for a lot of brands what are you guys seeing in the space right now that maybe we're not seeing yeah so let me just first caveat this you say it's brutal, and I agree. 
But in my opinion, it's actually been a test. It's been a test to see who are the real problem solvers. Now, a mm. lot of the, the smaller Facebook, for example, Facebook agencies, they all of a sudden switched to retention agencies <laughs> because now, guess what? The going got tough. So we found out Did, who the real problem solvers were. Wasn't that hilarious? Yeah, exactly. It's like, so oh, now, we can't do this. Find... All right, let's exactly. do something else. That's the thing. Exactly. Or just chat, you know, whatever SMS marketing. And for me, it's, yeah, it's not been easy the last few months. But for us, that's where we built reputation with some of the brands who worked with. A lot of them came from very reputable agencies who just couldn't hack the iOS side of things and attribution. And we've just really delved into understanding the wider impact of the ecosystem, not focusing on single channel attribution and ultimately being able to problem solve. So I'm actually excited by the fact that it's hard. I'm excited by the fact we're going into a recession because guess what? I'm a born problem solver and I work in a team of problem solvers just like yourself, Jordan. Cool, cool. I love that. Let's let's get into. I want to dive into attribution yeah. and and yeah. some things that have changed. So walk me through attribution before and the way that 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 people in the ad space were looking at attribution before versus now. Just so we can get an idea of sort of, if, you know, for people who maybe are even more high level on their marketing and you know are not the CMO CEO type. Yeah. Walk walk me through what that was like before and what it's like now. Yeah, sure. So most people, obviously, we're talking about predominantly Facebook I'm focusing on, but let's just say pay digital. Most people focusing on on-platform, ROAS, return on ad spend. That's the, the main one they've been looking at. And that's really the way the platforms have pushed it as well. And that's just kind of in the shared understanding in the digital realm. Now, I think now you can't rely on just ROAS because let's just say, what's the ultimate goal of the business? It's growth, right? So to grow the business, we need to focus on how much it costs to acquire a new customer. Let's go totally. through the noise and find that out. So let's stop relying on third parties for the attribution. Of course, there's fantastic tools like TripleWhale and stuff. We can talk about them later. But at the end of the day, what you need to strip back and see is how much are you spending on marketing how much revenue you're bringing back as a business. That's your marketing efficiency ratio. That's what is going to give you the power in your hands because here's the problem with single channel attribution, which even a lot of high-level marketers don't understand. Someone will be discovered on Facebook, one of your potential customers. Let's call him John for the sake of this conversation. Sure. John, John will then go to your store. Oh, his phone will ring. His mom will distract him, whatever it might be. He'll then go and search you on Google. He'll then go from TikTok. And then eventually he'll get attributed through one of those channels. Yeah. But that attribution on the single channel obviously doesn't take into account that entire customer journey that he's done. Although if you look at it from a blended standpoint, either blended bro as MER, whatever you want to coin it as, you now see that impact across all of those channels. And obviously it can go wider. It can go outside into Amazon. It can go into wholesale if you want to look at it from an even wider perspective. But if yeah. we're just looking at, for example, you know, Shopify brand, direct to consumer, we need to start looking at everything more holistically. And what I call is the macro mindset versus the micro mindset. Mm. Can you w walk me through that a little bit more? What else are... Yeah. are e-com owners because you're you know you're really outspoken with you know who you think 
you know, you want to work with and who you don't, right? Or who you even think is sure. ready and who's not. Walk me through a little bit more of that dichotomy between micro and macro. Yeah, so, I mean, in terms of people who are ready to spend, I think they need to understand it's pay to play as well, right? This is important, and they also need to understand that the competition has massively gone up. So, again, just kind of caveating, I, I'm I'm hearing a lot from my massive brands who are putting five percent of their budget into digital. They're now putting forty, fifty percent into digital. So yes, regardless of the competition, the impressions and cost for impressions are massively going to be spiked up. So what everyone got used to in 2017 and 18 was not normal. This was just the gold rush of Facebook. Facebook, and met what happened is many of these businesses relied on that standard. But now, obviously, it's been flipped back and it's coming down more to baseline because the big players are plowing their budgets in. Yeah. Um, so we're seeing it, you know, at the end of the day, if we're looking on a micro perspective, we're seeing the competition is a lot higher. The ad costs are going to get higher and it's not going to go away. So what we need to do is we need to understand the unit economics of the business. That's the main thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good your creatives are. It doesn't matter how good the talent you've got working in your team. If you can pay three times to acquire a customer than who you're competing with in the auction of a newsfeed, you're going to win the game. Strong yeah. economics wins. And when you're talking about who do we specifically work with, I'll just give you the game plan away right here, right now. We work with supplement brands and health and wellness brands. Why? One, they have better margins. Two, they have better lifetime value. And three, they usually have a pretty good average order value and they know how to scale their business. And, the, you know, the margins are like 70, 80 percent. So awesome. I think it starts at the unit economics. This month's sponsor is Parker. It's the first card built exclusively for e-commerce. Free up cash flow and grow your business with Parker by getting net 60 terms on every transaction. And if you don't know how incredibly life-changing net 60 terms could be on every transaction, you need to know that that is an absolute game changer. So please go to getparker.com to chat with the team today and make sure you told them that Jordan sent you. Awesome. I, I, I'm going to jump in here now, Nigel, because I agree yeah, with agree with so much of what you're saying, right? So I think that the, the, the biggest thing that you need to do looking at your business is look at those numbers, right? If you can't hit an MER of 10, right, which most of you can't, <laughs> right, um, then you really need to look at those unit economics and think like, okay, what are those massive levers that we can pull? The reason why Nigel's saying the supplement companies is because they have a recurring revenue model, most of them, right? So, and, and all, all, all the good ones do. And what that allows for is massive customer lifetime value, right? If you don't know your customer lifetime value, first of all, it's 2022. Uh, I, I don't want to shame you, but, you know, come on, guys. <laughs> um, but, you know, CLV is so incredibly important. Grab an app like, you know, uh, Triple Whale will help with that. Uh, Lifetimely will help. Uh, Lifetimely is a little bit better for looking backwards, even though, you know, I'm a huge Triple Whale fan and they're probably sponsoring this episode. Um uh, they uh, triple oil for everything, everything else except for that backwards looking, um, that backwards looking data. Um, but but really knowing what your CLV is so that you can know what CPA is actually allowable, right? Like I know at the Kindred Studio that our customer lifetime value is almost four hundred and eighty dollars, right? So working backwards, I know what I can acquire the, that customer for, even back. You know, when things were terrible beginning of this year, you know, we were acquiring customers for 70 bucks. It's fine. We're still profitable at the end of the day. Not on a first purchase, of course. But 
that those are the numbers that you need to know. And that's why Nigel and I talk so constantly about stop thinking about return on ad spend, right? It It's a funny metric that we got used to for during the gold rush days, right? Of being like, well, awesome. Today I made this much money. Guys, if you're building a business and a brand, it's not about today, right? Today, yes, you need to survive today and you need to have cash for today. I totally understand all of those things. But really, you need to be thinking about what you're building for the future, right? This is not a slot machine, right? Ecom is not a slot machine. And I think most of you who are listening to this totally understand that. Um, Nigel, let's get into the interplay a little bit between all of those channels. In your yeah. mind, what channels, like I know you guys are big on Facebook, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, right? Between all those channels, who really gets the attribution in, in your mind, who has the, the higher weighted attribution on new customers between like Google, Facebook, TikTok, all of those, what do you weight a little bit more heavily or do you? No, we, we don't really, I, I think, I think Facebook's a discovery channel. That's not changed. Google definitely works in tandem with Facebook. We see this across all the brands we're working with and every time it's almost like it powers up the other channels facebook i mean obviously we're talking facebook instagram meta like i'm just going to say facebook for the sake of ease and um, tiktok though what i will say i know it's a, just out, a little bit outside of attribution fantastic for going into new markets so what we've noticed is through click through i don't know if you guys look at this as well but if you look at your click through and view through data if you segment that out in Facebook, going a little bit technical here, yeah. for a lot of the big brands, I can't tell you the amount of brands we've audited within like the last six six or so months that most of it, like the way it's weighted with click-through and view-through is really telling us that actually a lot of their, for example, prospecting campaigns seem to be existing customers as opposed to actually going into new mm. markets. And especially when we segment it out in triple whale, we can start to see that because a lot of people don't do their segmentation properly. So what I will say for TikTok is going into new markets is extremely powerful. And obviously, as you look to grow your brand, this is a big this is a big lever to pull, I think. Nigel, what are the high level metrics that you're looking at on TikTok? Because I think it's it's been long enough now that a lot of brands yeah. have tried it. A lot of agencies have delved into TikTok land. Um, I love on on uh, LinkedIn when people post uh, results uh, on TikTok, and I'm like, oh, yeah. send me a screenshot. I want to see. I haven't seen a you know I haven't seen any meaningful results or CPAs under you know whatever. <laughs> I, I want to see them, yeah. and, and rarely there's ever screenshots because. Because in platform on TikTok, the attribution, first of yep. all, I know it's getting better, right? With with uh, cookies, <laughs> they're going backwards into cookies, which is fine. That's great, great for now to to be able to to attribute. Talk to me, what has sort of high level metrics you're looking at for success in a prospecting campaign on TikTok? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's very similar to Facebook. If if we want like high level, it's definitely most of it's CPA. I mean, a lot of the brands we're working with, they're spending a lot of money already. So the best case study we've got is an eight-figure brand, a men's grooming brand that came into TikTok. They were doing about 1x, maybe like, I don't know, 20K, 30K in spend, hovering around 1x return on ad spend. Now I'm hip, I'm a hypocrite, but let me just... Well, no, but return on that. ad spend is a very yeah. helpful metric when yes, measuring yeah, yeah. In, within the platform. Yeah. Right, we don't get yes, rid of yes, return yes. on ad spend. We just don't yes, make yeah, it yeah. the holy grail. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. It's just don't focus on that and on its entirety. Yeah. But yeah, like the CPAs were about, I think, $110. And over three months, within like the first 80 cane spend, we managed to get that down to like $50. Okay. So, and that's case, case study so, me here, Nigel. What'd you do? Yeah, creative or creative. So we've completely revamped our creative strategy. So we've actually been working with a coach who works with some of the guys at Tube Science. They're probably one of the best creative agencies in the world right now. They cool. run like Dr. Squatch's ads and stuff. These guys really know what they're doing. The two things they focus on is firstly, the hook rate, the hook ratio. So the first three seconds, you want to get that above 30 or 40%. If you get above 40%, you're going to go viral. The second one's retention rate. These are the video assets on TikTok, by the way. For retention rate, you want to get above 10%. So what we did is we completely revamped our entire creative systems. So now every single month for every brand, we push out 36 new creative assets. This has been the game changer. It's the volume of testing that we're doing. Wow. But also making sure like heavy on the UGC side. So yeah, we're really going for it on the UGC side. And this is pretty much what it's come down to. 36 pieces of creative. How are you getting those? Yeah, so we have creative strategists. We have video editors. It depends on the brand. The one that I talked about, the eight-figure brand, they've already got fantastic raw content. Yeah. If we need to get new raw content shot, we've got a creative partner that does that. We don't do that in-house at the time recording. Yeah. Once we've got that, we'll put three concepts together. Let's say the video assets to make it easy three concepts together every single week. And then from those concepts, we'll have a 30 second video and every single one of those will have three separate hooks. So that means there's gonna be nine over the course of yeah. that week, because obviously every concept has three hooks yeah. and the creative strategist will work the video editor to get that done. And then they'll also work the media buyer to, like I said, talk about the hook ratios, talk about the retention rate. Of course, you talk about CTR and all the rest of it, but they're the two main ones. But those two are the, that, those are the two yes. big ones that we're looking at, at to, to yeah. see, hey, is this ad actually going to, to have exactly. some sort of success? Are people actually sticking around? And th those yes. are the biggest ones to look through. And then it's like, okay, maybe our call to action is weak at the end. And that's why the click-through yeah, rate exactly. is less. Hundred percent, and these this is what the guys at Tube Science are looking at, and they're like I said, they're probably one of the best agencies in North America right now. So I know it's good stuff. Wow, wow, unreal, Nigel. This is an awesome conversation. I'm so sorry we don't have tons of time today, so I got to yeah, ask you the question fun. that I ask everybody who comes on the podcast. Yeah, sure. What is your secret to scaling? Secret to scaling is getting the foundations in place day one. You know, we we already talked about a lot of this stuff. But having the right expectations there and really having the foundations. The, for If we talk about paid social, we're talking about unit economics. The first thing, you have to absolutely nail that. The second thing is the content. Like really now you need a real good like content system, platform yeah. of UGC creators. And then from there, you, you need branding. You need a branding. And obviously that comes down to community and you know what are you going to do to make that experience incredible? Because I think the last thing I'll say on that is branding is the hidden lever that really affects how good your paid media is on the long term. Because if I see an ad of a brand that I don't like, I'm not going to buy that product. Yeah. But where are you going to see that in your metrics? You're not, are you? No.
No. Well, I mean, I mean, you're going to see it in 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 click through rate. You're going to see it in your CPMs, right? Your CPMs are going to rise when people don't like you. Yeah, sure. Right, because you're not going to know about it, are you? No, no, absolutely not. Well, it's going to be a lot harder to be able to to really pinpoint, you know, what's going on. Nigel, such good solid stuff. I have three more questions for you. Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, First question: favorite tool or app that you're using right now? I've got two really exciting ones for you guys today. So the first is called Edge Tag. Do you know it? No, 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 no. Tell me. Yeah. So Edge Tag, the the guy over there, Mandar, gonna do him a favor here. You should connect with him. I can connect with you with him after. Yeah, John. cool. But essentially, Edge Tag, it's nothing to do with reporting. It's literally just getting data back in the Facebook ad accounts. Since using it. We, I'm, I'm not even joking because it's still crazy to me. We've had 20% reductions in some of our CPAs over the first month of using this product. So it feeds so, data back from yeah, Shopify? Yeah, it ba- yes, it basically, it stores the, the cookie server side. It's like got a t- they've got a 25-year cookie as opposed to like the seven-day Shopify one. And then it pushes that back into Facebook massively helps the retargeting audience and obviously on the prospecting campaign. And like I said, it's actually reducing CPA by like 10, 20%. So where, edge tag. Edge where tag. does it push the data back into, into the API? Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Nice. Nice. I'll definitely take an intro to, to that person. Anything to lower CPA for brands is high on yeah. my list. Um, the other one yes. is video wise. The other one is video wise. Shoppable videos in my opinion, again, reverses back and, you know, clip me up. But I think it's going to change the game in the next six to 12 months. Video-wise, is the first shoppable video platform. The guys over there are amazing. And they're just built for Shopify. And yeah, the, the thing on your conversion rates for having shoppable videos on your website, and then they can be shared around the internet, is insane, the numbers. So video-wise, check those guys out. It's going to be massive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we've been partners with those guys for uh, since launch as well. I'm just super impressed nice. with what those guys are doing over at VideoWise. Yeah. I think they've even sponsored the podcast at some point. Um, nice. Yes. <laughs> Second question for you, Nigel. Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to? Yeah, well, obviously, apart from yourself, Jordan. Of course, Nigel. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, Alex Samosi's got a really good podcast, and I think what he's done in his content has been nothing short of exceptional, the flywheel he's created. And part of that is his podcast and obviously his quick snippets of information about how he's built his business. It just really you know, makes a difference, someone who really has been in the trenches and done it. So I really like Alex Samosi's podcast. I think it's called The Game. Cool. Cool. That's great. Uh, last question for you, Nigel. If you could sit down with anybody, you get an hour with them, right? They have to be alive. Yep. Uh, you can do coffee, tea, beer, wine, whatever you like. Uh, can't they be Elon to, Musk. They can't be dead. Can't be dead. Can't be Elon Musk. Who would it be? Oh, okay. I was going to go for someone dead. <laughs> uh, someone alive right now. Alex Ferguson. Who, who's Alex Ferg- a, Ferguson? A a so Sir Alex Ferguson is the manager of Manchester, was the man, the most successful football for the English game of football manager of all time of Manchester United. And I actually support Manchester City. But what this guy did in terms of team building, in terms of building culture is just ridiculous. 
And I'd love to be able to just to pick his brain on how he used to motivate his players. Cool. And so Sir Alex Ferguson would be the guy. Nigel, great answer. No one has ever given that answer before. Um, I don't have a lot of uh, English people on here. So um, thank so you for that. People should know who he is. Yeah. In Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Nigel, thanks so much for your time today. I, I was really looking forward to getting a chance to chat with you. Um, again, I would, you know, wish we had all the time in the world and this would be a 10 hour podcast and you and I would banter back and forth. I'd be like, you're wrong, uh, which I didn't say too often today, which, which is too bad. Um, hey, you know, <laughs> hey, you didn't have to do a round two. <laughs> well, yeah, we are, we're going to do a round two on your podcast. So looking uh, forward to that for people, uh, you know, especially, you know, CPG and supplement companies, who are, you know, potentially want to chat with you and are kind of sick of, you know, what, what's happening with their agency right now. It's great, guys. We don't do supplements. That's just not, <laughs> not in our game. So this is a great, great partnership. Uh, Nigel, where can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so go to Google, type in Nigel Thomas. The first things that are going to pop up, LinkedIn and Facebook, just go into LinkedIn. I post every single weekday at the time recording, and I'll tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear about the truth behind paid social. Send me a message, connect with me, and we'll have a great conversation. It's been an absolute pleasure being on the podcast today, Jordan. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.